Over 200,000 of the homeless people in the United States of America are women and girls. The most needed and understocked item in homeless shelters, feminine hygiene products. Joy Road Media is proud to tell you about the Clean Love Project. The Clean Love Project's mission is to help women and young girls feel clean, loved, and empowered by distributing clean love kits to alleviate their hygiene needs. Go to thecleanloveproject.org to find out how you can help. The Clean Love Project focuses on the Metro Detroit area, but it also distributes kits worldwide. If you are a female in need of a clean love kit, go to thecleanloveproject.org and request one today. Joy Road Media is a proud supporter of The Clean Love Project at thecleanloveproject.org. Tonight, as requested by tonight's hosts, we need you to grab the truth serum, take a seat, open your ears, and shut your mouth, because tonight, you will not be witnessing comedy. Tonight, this is nothing but facts, research from the most agile, brilliant, and resourceful minds that I have ever met. Are you ready to learn some truth? I present to you, in the final appearance for undisclosed reasons at Sellerman's, Little Dicky Ricketts and Thomas Luge. Thank you, Johnny Delicious. One more, give a round of applause for Johnny there. Please, everyone. He's an announcer, a manager for XICW, which is very truthful. Yes, wrestling is real. I am Little Dicky Ricketts here with my mentor, my yogi, my sensei, the special sauce in my Big Mac, the ice cubes in my large Diet Coke that I get at the Imagine Theater, the butter I put on my popcorn there. Hey's the Darth Vader to my grandma Tarkin. Wait, that relationship's backwards. He just means a hell of a lot to me. Thomas Luge! He's an educated man. Thank you, thank you. Yes, yes I am. Um, I spent four years at Yale where I dropped out just short of getting my degree because uh, I learned that the finance world was evil and I decided to go to California to do DMT with Joe Rogan instead. And I learned DMT is not the rapper who barks a lot. It's a controlled substance of sorts, I believe, right? It's a portal into another dimension. Oh, kind of like Netflix. Yes, exactly like Netflix. We are very famous podcasters, but our numbers reflect the fact that y'all probably already know that. Uh, But if you don't, please subscribe to the Truthcast, where you can hear weekly truth and amazing feats of the mind from Thomas. He is a remote viewer. Yes, yes. Uh, I am a seventh degree remote viewer. I can read your minds. I can put thoughts into your minds, for example. I thought it was fifth degree. It's seventh degree now, Dickie. Oh! I have been training since our last meeting. Well, on an upcoming episode, we find out that you can go up a level if I toss your salad. So, I hope it doesn't become canonical that I've done that. (laughs) The possibilities are endless sticking i guess we'll find out if we keep listening to the podcast yes let's do a remote viewing yes, exercise let, let us do a demonstration um i'm going seven to, 
No, not the number one. Not oh. the number one. Not the number one. That was your own number. Try it with an audience member. We'll demonstrate it with someone in, in, in the audience. Uh, Do it with the beard guy. I know that rules it down to like so. only 70 people here. We'll go with this particular beard right here. Sir, please think of a color and I will read that color. Magenta. Boom. Boom. Was he right? Exactly. 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 Oh my God! Do it again. You've that's, never been right. Okay. With an audience member before. That's the first time. That's the first time. Let's try it again. Uh, you, sir. I'm going to put a color into your head. To Johnny? Yes. And you say the color that I am putting into your mind. Peach. It was green. It is fluoride oh. in your water. It is blocking my abilities. You can't drink fluoride. That's why I drink all my water out of garden hoses. No fluoride in that. No, none whatsoever. Just a little bit of rust in like May and June. A little bit in July. You have to let it run a little bit before you start drinking, Dickie. Oh! Now some people expect this to be a comedy show, which I assure you it is not. To prove my point, we'll try a little bit of comedy. I'll, I'll go with the young lady over there. We'll do a joke. We'll do a knock-knock joke. You start. Who's there? See, you don't know. You don't have any of the answers. We do. That's why we're on the stage with microphones and you're sitting there at a table surrounded by a bunch of guys and it looks like you might necessarily not want to be there. (laughs) We can distract them if you want. That fellow already has been susceptible to Thomas's remote viewing. We can make him walk over there and kiss that fella back there if he wanted to. Thomas, make someone kiss. Make me kiss a fella in the room. Okay, uh, I am going to... Okay. Oh, you did it. <laughs> that wasn't the one, Dickie. Oh. Um, what we're going to do tonight, we've been running this show from the very beginning at Sellerman's because Sellerman's has been the only place brave enough to put this show on a stage because this is a punk rock establishment and nothing is more punk rock than telling the goddamn truth. Give it up for Sellerman's. Mr. Ian Sellerman has even let us record episodes in his house. Mm, yes. I know. Some of you seem scared by that prospect. <laughs> I am too. He's we don't ever have to go back there, do we? No, we don't. We do not. I wonder if we could have Mr. Ian Sellerman up here. Yes. I think we need to issue him a formal apology for Sellerman's closing down soon because I don't know if you all know the truth, but it turns out it's our fault. Ian Sellerman... Are you here, Ian? He is not here. Maybe we can get Daniel Bryan O'Malley bartender up here. Da <laughs> bomb. D-B-O. He's coming up on the stage. Daniel Bryan O'Malley bartender. D-B-O-M-B. Take that microphone. We reunited him with his father two months ago. It turned out he was a truth teller, and you were like, Daddy, and he's like, Daniel, and next thing you know, you're getting birthday presents for the last 30 years, all because of us. It's very true, very true. You want to explain why Sellermans is being closed down? Yes, yes. The uh, United States government has been trying to shut down this show for years now, uh, and they 
were not successful. They could not stop me and Dickie. The only way that they could stop me and Dickie was to shut down Sullivan's itself. So for that, we would like to issue a formal apology to you, Mr. Daniel Bryan O'Malley, bartender. Uh, much appreciated. Do you want a kiss? Uh, I've run out of because uh, I've been kissing people all day behind the bar. You ain't kissed me yet. No, I haven't. I haven't. It's the first time it's come up. Why don't you kiss Dickie? All right. <laughs> I got a kiss from Daniel Bryan O'Malley, bartender, DBOMB, the bomb. Give it up for Daniel. Can I go serve some drinks now? Oh, yeah, please. All right. You guys good? You need drinks? I might have another one of them Spanish coffees. It's loosening me up. You know, I don't do alcohol, but Spanish coffee sounds like Spanish fly. Makes me horny and awake. (laughs) I will have one later. I have to keep my mind clear. So that's the reason they're being... I thought it was because the landlord had that thing with the pedophile island, and that's why he raised the rent. (laughs) Because he he knew he was going to need a lawyer... And, and by the way, we're allowed to say this under the laws of parody, and that's not slander. Because little Dickie Ricketts doesn't exist, and neither does Thomas Luge. Clearly, we're just comedians. Rumor has it we're Mike Bobbitt, suspected homosexual, and Alex Bozanovic, Lothario ladies' man. <laughs> Alex is a real poon hound, did you know that? I've heard the rumors. He's always, like, knee-deep in it, I guess. He goes to bathhouses, and then he... I, I believe uh, bathhouses are not where heterosexual men go, at least not to have sex with women. That explains why he's getting fucked in the ass a lot at them. Okay, that checks out. Well, fuck Alex Bozanovic anyway, because part of what... The stipulation was for us to do this show here as he makes us do a percentage of the show to include stand-up comedy. He is a tyrant. We don't like stand-up comedy, except for Dan Rickles. I like roast comedy. I'm going to try it again with that bearded fella. Nice beard. Not roasted. Roasted. We should probably bring up our first guest. We should. We should bring up our first hero. Uh, He was on the podcast today, actually. We very narrowly made it out of his house because it turned out that he may or may not be a little bit of a serial killer. At the very least, he did admit to killing 120 cats that he has zombified and keep in his basement to do his evil bidding. Please give it up for Thomas's cousin, Paul Starr. I thought that our episode brought us closer, Dickie. Well, I'm a cat person. You nearly killed us, Paul. I have a cat at home named Chairman Meow. And then if you listen to the podcast, to the post credits, I went back into your house to pet the zombie cats, and I got scratched by one. And now, when I'm home in the morning, I find myself very flexible, licking my own crotch with my left leg above my head. You're welcome. (laughs) That's what I meant to say. Thank you. And when was last time you checked on Chairman Meow? Oh... Don't worry, Dickie. It's just an empty threat. She, he cannot harm Chairman Meow. 
You know, I feel like when you started calling him her, that's when he's turned on us. It's an old habit of when I used to tease Paul when we were children. Oh, well, maybe you should have used your remote viewing to see if this is a girthy dick or if it is Chapman. <laughs> Meow. <laughs> I feel like you surprised yourself by saying girthy dick. <laughs> I bet you didn't wake up today thinking, I bet I say girthy dick into a microphone. No, I normally say into a mirror. (laughs) I have no further questions. (laughs) Paul came on to our podcast and the show earlier this year to talk about his topic, which is that the mega music rock band The Beatles never existed. Well, The Beatles were, were just clones of each other. They they survived many things. Uh, you could have called them cockroaches. That's a type of beetle, right? Uh, they just kept on multiplying uh, with the clones. There were eight Ringos, nine Pauls, and then one of the rest of each. Uh, they didn't. <laughs> what are the names of the other two? <laughs> Seems as though you may have blanked. <laughs> <laughs> nay nay uh, they <laughs> nay nay is not the name of one of them I believe nay nay was a character on the Martin. first season of Facts of Life or Martin Lawrence's uh, sitcom on the UPN Martin <laughs> uh, well the, the, uh, there was there was uh, Lennon John Lennon and then the other one didn't have a real name their, their real name was a number actually a serial code um, 911 um, is, is the uh, never forget that uh, I'm surprised you did he kept on he kept on rising again uh, he did not did not fall over um, he just stood there stood strong still still exists just lurking in the shadows did you just hear a motorcycle go by outside that's him oh <laughs> I was going to say, this will be entertaining for probably just me and you, but it seems like every time you're on the stage talking into a microphone, a motorcycle goes by. I can't help but get engines running. <laughs> <laughs> it's sort of like that song. Is it just me or do I attract hogs? <laughs> Please elaborate. <laughs> well, hog is like a, a euphemism, you know, for girthy penises. <laughs> Oh, did you know that? Of course I did, Dickie. Thomas knows everything. You you know everything? I heard you advanced another level. Uh, I have. I'm a level seven remote viewer now. Oh, you're a level seven? Yes. Mm -hmm. And what's the difference between a level seven and a level five? Level seven and the difference between a level seven and a level five. Uh, Two. Aside from the mathematical difference, a level five remote viewer can simply uh, remote view into a stationary object where now I can remote view directly into the moon. Into the moon. Yes. uh, The the dark side of it where the aliens are. Hmm. And the fellas from Pink Floyd. Yes. Roger Waters and me are on a constant connection. Uh-oh. Paul, I think we're going to have to let you go. Oh. My soon-to-be stepfather is in the room. Thank you very much, Paul. And if you... D- Wait, what's that? That better not be part of Chairman Meow. We've been mocked. It's part of Chairman Meow's toy. What did you do to my cat? You'll find out. <laughs> meow, meow. Paul Stark. 
Uh, here's the fella having intercourse with my mama. He says he's an educated man, but judging by the way he's dressed, I I'm highly doubt that. I'm obviously not currently having intercourse with his mother. What? I mean right now, Dickie, you always bring this up. It, det- it detracts from Thomas's scientific expositions. No one wants to hear about our very aggressive, passionate lovemaking in all orifices. Yours included? No, we, I think that's called pegging no. We do not, we don't engage in that. You should it's try. an exit-only very... situation. You should try, it's very enticing. No. Thomas, I, I, I just want to apologize to you for my informal attire this evening. It's oppressively hot, and I don't traditionally wear domestic violence undergarments. <laughs> given, given the conditions outside, we will allow it, uh, Mr. O'Reilly. For Thank you. I, I, I just left Area 51, and it was very chaotic at the Lincoln, Nevada Howard Johnson's. I was not even allowed to enjoy the pool to the fullest extent. You were just at Area 51? I was at Area 51. What's Miley Cyrus like? Miley Cyrus could not hold a candle or any sort of ball to your darling mother, Meredith. That's a compliment. Miley, Miley is a lovely woman, but we don't see eye to eye on many things about visual occlusions. If, you, if you're not aware, I study visual occlusions from the aeronautics industry that most of the populace knows as chemtrails. They are not truly chemically harmful. They are just visual occlusions so that the world and the population of the world cannot... I've had enough, Richard Marks Ricketts. Do you hear me? I will be your stepfather and you will treat me with respect. I'm an arrest. I'm a preeminent scientist. I was invited to Area 51 and you are not even allowed in the Tim Hortons in Madison Heights. I like the IHOP more because it has an international flair. I'm going to clothesline you off that stool, you old man who will never be my daddy. I'm not as concerned with my parental relationship with you as I am with bringing your delightful mother to orgasm. I'm moderating the show now. (laughs) Who's our next guest? Our next guest coming to the stage is a lovely uh, young woman that we met down the street at the Kroger's. (laughs) She is a Yeti sexpert. Everyone put your hands together for Mrs. Connie Meath. This is a mess. Boys are always fighting when I'm in the room, aren't they? Oh, my goodness. Like, oh, my God. Ugh. Are you okay, Miss Smith? Do you need yes, any help? Yes, I just have a, hard, I have a bad back. That was hard. She's quite an agile young lady. She yeah. is. She is. And at this age, I sure am. 
numbness. No, thank you for calling me young. I appreciate that. I okay. went for a more natural look this evening too, and I'm. Your 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 natural beauty is really coming forward. <laughs> thank you. So if you haven't heard me before, I have fallen in love with one of the world's most majestic creatures. We have met once at the Quicken Loans, <laughs> where I would clean the floors and then once in a while pretend to be a Quicken Loner. I would like to pick up the phone and play with the keyboard, but I mostly just wanted to sit there and look at this beautiful hairy man who I believe to be Bigfoot. And Did you would... ever get confirmation? I actually recently got a letter for the first time at my address since I've been living there for the past 50 years. Let me get this letter. From Foster Swift Attorneys. I think it's code for something. Let me read it. You tell me. By the way, I haven't seen Bigfoot for about 13 years now, but it reads, Dear Miss Meef, this law firm, I believe firm stands for his ding dong, <laughs> has been retained by Chase, because he's chasing my love, National Bank. <laughs> to represent its interest in collecting from you the sum of seven, four, zero, one. That's the day we met. Point 46 cents. Do an owing on a fashion bug credit card, which is just my favorite place to shop before it closed down. Because of the interest that may vary day to day, the amount due by the day you pay, it's just a riddle, it's a poem, you know? It's a, you can't even make this up. Is that iambic pentameter? I don't know what that means, sweetheart. It's a type of poem. Oh, yes, you, you, that. you asserted that it was a poem. One would think that you would know what type of poem it is. I just like freestyle. Uh, excuse free me, Ms. Maeve. Papa, I'm not going to have you have our guests feeling dumb. I'm going to have to ask you to leave politely. Oh, it's Politely, fine. because I need you to drive me home. I'm not driving you home. I'm flying directly back to Area 51. I'm going to look into this Miley Cyrus person a little bit more deeply. Fair enough. Honey. You don't need him, Dick. You can come home with me. I have Anyways. a girlfriend. <laughs> she lives in Canada. Her name's Atlantis Morissette. Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot about her. She's lovely. lovely she totally huh? exists. She's young and skinny and talented. I understand. I think you and your girlfriend is more unbelievable than me and Bigfoot being together. I'm sorry to say it, but I think it's time that we just get married. You and Bigfoot? Me and you, because we're, we're single. We have to let it go, don't we? We have to let it go. Let's get married. You're a pasture or something. Uh, He's I, a yogi. He's a swami, a guru, that can a scoutmaster, a den mother, All right, an I don't educator, know. a counselor. I spent some time with the Tibetan monks. Anyways, actually, I changed my mind. But I wanna, I just have this dream of being Mrs. Foot. And I've, it sounds beautiful. And I just want our lives to be sensual together. You know, if you put an E at the end, Mrs. it Footy? might class it up a little bit. Footy? Yeah. 
Mrs. Foote. That'd be good. Well, that was the letter. I think we all know that is secretly a love letter. I heard it. I don't know what Terry O'Reilly was saying. Something it sounded about, very romantic to me. Something about science and poetry. It I sounds very similar to the type of love that you experience on the playground in fifth grade when a young boy comes and physically assaults you because he likes you. Yeah, he just pushes you down. Yes, Except yes. I was usually that one That's pushing the That's the equivalent of that letter. Oh, you, you think Dr. Terry likes me? Yeah, I think he loves you in his own way. Aww. But, in a, but in, a, in a creepy way and not a healthy way. Speaking of creepy, I don't want you to take this the wrong way and have it be one of them Me Too moments, but gosh darn are your lips luscious. I know. This is their natural look, like I said. This is what they always look like. You ought to have a YouTube channel putting like makeup tips online. You know, I've tried, and I had three views, one from my mother and the other two from also my mother, but she died. So now I don't have any more views on my videos. Do you need to be consoled? No. I like living alone, just me and my my VHS tapes. Of Harry and the Hendersons. Yeah. That's my favorite. You remembered. I do. Well, I still occasionally watch you from your windows. Yeah, see if you can figure out this letter. Oh, well, the most important thing is that uh, your social security number's on here. Yes. I think I'll be holding on to this. <laughs> Thank you. See Someone what you can do to. with this. We'll keep it for Thank safe, you, people. Connie Meef, everybody. Bigfoot lover. I'm not sure what's going on with the silver fella against the wall, but he's been standing there for a very long time. He has. Can you pick up anything through your remote viewing? Hmm. It seems he's resisting me right now. Maybe we should invite him up. Maybe. Mr. Silverman, please join us. This is a friendly place. Please give it up for the strange silver man. He seems to be some type of android. I saw this in the documentary Wizard of Oz. I think we just need to teach him about love. Can you pick up anything now that he's closer? He seems to be trying to... Oh, Oh, the microphone's at his heart. It appears his name is 9J310-Z. Can I just call you 9J? He says, yes, that is okay. Where are you from, 9J? 9J says he is from the year 2424. Oh, that's the future! Yes, it is, Dickie. Wow! I'm going to ask him why he's here. Does he want to have sex with me? No, 9J says he had a burning feeling that something was going wrong in the year 2019 with the human race. So he came back to help give us guidance. It was kind of interesting that penises became the center of attraction and all of a sudden Miss Connie Maeve came back on stage. (laughs) She seems to be attracted to long cylindrical items. That's how they have sex in the future. This is going to make for great podcasting. (laughs) Visual gags are always great. Okay. Verbal medium. I'll narrate for the audience at home. He held the microphone up to his crotchal area and then 
stroked it, and then acted as though he was ejaculating freedom across the audience. Is that correct, 9J? Yes, it is. (laughs) Nailed it. Yes, yes, yes. 9J says that the human race right now needs a lot of healing, and he is here to do that. Uh, He can heal people all their ailments through his touch. Could you heal our president from that burdensome heartbeat and maybe just snuff him out? (laughs) In a satirical way so that we don't get sued. Oh, yeah. We definitely don't want to shut down Go Comedy where we're moving the show. 9J is telling me that he senses that you, Dickie, need some healing. I need healing? Oh, you know... I believe he's referring to your foreskin surgery. I don't like where you're going with this. (laughs) But I'm gonna commit. (laughs) I'm very angry with you right now. (laughs) I've never been so angry. Nine J says it will take thirty seconds of his touch. <laughs> one one thousand. <laughs> Two one thousand. Cow faster. <laughs> okay, nine J nine J believes that he's he's done. He finished it fast. He finished it quickly. How are you feeling, Dickie? <laughs> you know, when Jennifer Lawrence had that happen to her, she at least got an Oscar. Well, you got a 9J. <laughs> he was silver, at least. Shiny. Exactly. Oh, he's going back to 2024. <laughs> Should we do... <laughs> Stand-up comedy? I believe. Seeing as how everyone's laughing? I believe so. I believe so. All right. Alex Bozanovic makes us... He's an evil man. I just want y'all to know that. He is a tyrant. Ah. Uh, ah. <laughs> Gonna have a hard time explaining that to the people at home. Uh, Mr. Alex Bozanovic makes us include a certain percentage of the show to be stand-up comedy. So we wanted to prove how progressive we are and uh, not only have a stand-up comedian, but have another minority uh, have, a, have a funny stand-up comedian. Because most of them aren't. So please welcome funny stand-up comedian Johanna Madronda. Dickie, would you please get the microphone for the woman? I feel like a cuckold. (laughs) Don't pretend like I'm not the Spanish fly you mentioned earlier, okay? (laughs) Keeps you awake and horny. Come on. I'm feeling very violated tonight. (laughs) Really? After a robot touched your dick? (laughs) Oh, yeah. 
All right, let's get this started. Hey, everybody, thanks for having me here. You can do your little Skittles anytime now. Okay, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Honestly, thank you guys for sticking around. It's not easy to come up here and pour your heart into a microphone while sporting a camel toe, (laughs) you know? These glasses aren't very good. Don't look at it. (laughs) Well, don't point it out. Someone from the audience, is there a camel toe going on? All right. It was confirmed very deep into the room. (laughs) Must be a hell of a camel toe. Or he has very good sight. (laughs) That's a fat pussy joke. Good job. You did it. I believe, as you were told earlier, Nicky Ricketts will be fine with everything he says, but Mike Bobbitt will be waiting until the moments he can apologize. He's crying. He's crying inside. Or elsewhere. He's crying elsewhere. I get it. Totally. Anyway, do you guys remember being 22 years old? Anybody in the crowd? I'm not there yet. I'm a leap year baby, so technically I'm 11. (laughs) I turn 12 next year. Congratulations. I love that on you. That's good for you. I think I look good for an 11-year-old. You look very good for an 11-year-old. Thank you, handsome. Jeffrey Epstein would be knocking down your door, Dickie. (laughs) Maybe we should have the landlord from Sellermans give him my number. Oh. Oh. I think, he, I think he would love you. I don't remember being 22. I used to black out a lot. Also, I was a smoke show when I was 22. Do not interrupt me. <laughs> that was that Latina flair. <laughs> I Spanish just got the flag. hand and that head thing. <laughs> <laughs> it was like she was a uh, cast member on Living Single. That was written about me. Come on. When I was 22, I was a fucking smoke show. Do you know what happens when you're 22 and you're that hot? Herpes. Oh. Mm-hmm. Had to gain a little bit of weight just to not get AIDS. Okay, Dickie? Yeah. This is a very sexy room. Starting. They have, they have medication now for that. I'm aware. I take it every day, twice a day. No, no, no. For the AIDS. You can take medication and not get AIDS. Yeah. It is called, I take it every day, twice a day. It is called Truvada. You take it once a day. That's how whorish I am. I have to take it twice. Mind your business. My girlfriend's Canadian. They don't have AIDS in Canada. <laughs> I'll be quiet. Uh, this is a very sexy room, starting with Thomas's sandals. <laughs> this is my summer outfit. I love it. Anyway, as I was saying, it's a very sexy room, right? I see some mommies. I see some poppies. Do you see those sexy people? I see the sexy people. So that's me into a microphone on stage. In person, I don't know how to talk to fucking anybody, okay? I had a lady compliment my makeup the other day, and I said, thank you. I shaved my mustache today. (laughs) That's the only difference. Right? Have you guys ever tried to go out for one drink and one drink only? If you're anything like me, you end up in southwest Detroit flashing your titties to a mariachi band. (laughs) Yeah. Turns out it was just a gang of my uncles, so. It's pretty awkward. (laughs) Yes, go on. How how may I help you? Is your entire family musical or just your uncles? (laughs) Like, does your poppy play an instrument, too? I don't know my poppy. Oh. Can't you tell by the shorts? Well, I figured maybe you knew him and you were mad at him. 
Again, Mike Bobbitt feels terrible. <laughs> as long as they're laughing, babe. As long as they're laughing. Fuck me. Why did I agree to do this? <laughs> All right, I don't go out for one fucking drink. I don't understand white people and brunch, okay? I go to brunch, and it goes like this. I get a mimosa, a mimosa, tequila, cocaine. (laughs) Cocaine. Yeah, my mom taught me that. You know my mom. (laughs) I was thinking maybe you shouldn't have brunch in Hamtramck. (laughs) You're right, I am trash. That's going to work in the 15 countries (laughs) that get the podcast. People uh, in Bahrain right now are be going, yeah, Hamtramck. <laughs> I don't think it's going to go over well in Poland. Or Estonia. We have a big following in Estonia. I'm not even making that up. That's, congratulations. I'm going to check our podcast numbers because I'm scared of you. Okay. <laughs> Dickie, you know my mom. My mother is um, Thomas's bodyguard. Yes. I don't know of this bodyguard yet. Oh, Sophia Fahrenheit. You have a bodyguard? Yes, she she started off as my assistant and uh, showed proficiency in Krav Maga, so I hired her as my bodyguard. Does she know where you live? She has a guest home in my backyard. (laughs) You don't even let me know what city you live in. Well, that's because you talk a lot, Dickie. You go to the Kroger all the time in the parking lot and tell people about all kinds of truths, you might tell them the truth about my address. Well, I hang out in the Kroger parking lot because Connie Meath and I are not allowed in the Kroger, and we both are loud talkers. I will talk to uh, uh, Miss... Uh, uh, what, no, Fahrenheit. 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 <laughs> I, will talk, I will speak with Miss Fahrenheit. You'll meet her soon, Dickie. You'll meet her soon. Anyway, when she's not being Sophia Fahrenheit, she's a little bit like Penelope Cruz from Blow. Do you guys remember Blow? Awesome. Oh, right. Glad your, you're all here. <laughs> at your brunch. At the brunch. Yes, yes. Thank you for connecting that. Blow is what they call cocaine. Mm. <laughs> the cocaine. <laughs> I like that. That's how my stepdad says it. So yeah, she is quite an emotional woman. One time her beta fish died, you guys, and she wept and wept and she held the fish tank. The fish is like belly up and she's going, my fish, my fish is dead. The Pope has died. This bitch named her beta fish the Pope, you guys, okay? Suddenly you see smoke signals coming out of the fish tank. I heard that your mom's fish was turning a blind eye when other Uh, fish were molesting baby fish. (laughs) I heard that we thought your mom's fish was going to be very progressive, and then it turned out that the fish wasn't as progressive as we thought it was going to be. Not at all. Not at all. Anyway, smoke signals out of a fish tank, right? Turns out it was just her Marlboro cigarette. (laughs) She is complete trash, like I had mentioned earlier. Thomas, you look like you have something to say. I'm just taking it in. (laughs) The camel toe? (laughs) It's a lot to take in, as we said earlier. Apparently someone in the audience thinks so. (laughs) Boy, Mike Bobbitt feels terrible. (laughs) That's okay. Don't worry about it. Listen, I'm going to talk to you guys about my grandma real quick, okay? Can you handle that? Do we call her grandmommy? We call her Abuelita. Abuelita. Just like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. It turns out I'm fluent in Espanol. 
So my mother, or my grandmother is the worst of them all, right? So I ask her one day, Grandma, would you like to replace any part of your body? Like, which would it be? Maybe your legs? Learn what it feels to run a mile again. And she says to me, new legs, if I can buy anything, I'm going to buy me a new pussy, right? Yeah, don't ask your grandmother questions. She will terrify you. Mine would because she's dead. So if she answered, (laughs) I'd be like, zombie! (laughs) And then what would you do? Shoot her? I'd probably have to take her head off. Not that I've ever done that before. No, no, never done that. So you're not somebody to That's foreshadowing the next podcast. Perfect. That's why you didn't get it. Can I wrap this up about being single in 2019? Yeah. Okay, We should perfect. ask that fella if you'll be single in 2424. I'm sure I will. Number one, you guys, I've learned this, okay? Miss Madranda? Yes. We have listeners in Colombia. Could you do this in Spanish, please? I would rather die, but thank you. Okay. <laughs> Could you say hello to our listeners I would rather die, come back as a zombie, and have you chop my head off. But thank you for the offer. Okay. Okay. I learned a couple of things being single in 2019. And firstly, we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about dating apps, you guys. They are complete fucking bullshit, okay? You get a default photo, right? So from the top of the fucking head to the tits, we'll use me for an example, with the right filter on on the internet, you think that you're going to get like a Sofia Vergara, maybe a Jennifer Lopez, right? And then I get to the date and I take one step out the car looking like Danny DeVito, fuck Selena. <laughs> and they accidentally had a baby, right? Don't trust the default photo is what I'm saying. Number two, black eyeliner, ladies. If you want men to leave you alone in 2019, stop wearing the black eyeliner with, like, the angel wing in the corner, okay? That's basically just the bat signal for, hey, I suck a mean dick. What makes a dick mean? (laughs) Mine was recently healed... After being manhandled by a silverman. Did it feel mean before it was healed? I had my foreskin reattached by a fella who works out of a van, mm-hmm. and he did a very shoddy job. He took skin from my inner arm, so there was barbed wire tattoo on it, <laughs> and most of it fell off, so it kind of looked like a little bit of a bacon bit <laughs> that was just kind of hanging there for a little bit. And it caused my penis to make a whistling noise when I ejaculated. Did, did, did you name him? The little tag on your penis? Yep. What'd you name him? Little as Dickie. <laughs> <laughs> All right, can I say my closer? Boom, comedy. Can I say, can I say my Can I closer? do a guest set at your club? Uh, sure. You do the honorary mentions, stand-up comedy shows. Yes. And, the and you book at the Independent. Also 313. And 313. Yes. May I do performances there, Ms. Madranda? Um, sure. Boom. Comedy career. It ain't that fucking hard. <laughs> All right. I'm going to leave If you're a guy, you-, you just talk about your dick. Yeah. If you're a woman and you talk about your vagina, then all the ma- males go, oh, women comics just talk about their vaginas. Yeah. Like they've never seen a male comic talk 10 minutes about his penis. Well, sometimes you talk about your grandma's vagina, so yeah. you gotta mix it up a little bit. I heard your grandma has a new vagina. She, well, maybe. Does it have that new vagina smell? It does. It does. Yeah, it smells like basil. I don't know. Yeah. 
You gotta, you gotta, you gotta slap it to activate the scent, though. <laughs> <laughs> my goal was to have Mike break, and I fucking did it. All right. Who? Um, Who? Nobody. Who nobody. Never mind. Okay. Uh, <laughs> this is my closer, and I want to get the fuck out of here because I'm sweating like a pig. All right. The last final thing I have learned being single in 2019, you guys, is uh, it is terrifying to be single because everybody is out there trying to eat your ass, right? So I go out to lunch with a girlfriend and I admit this to her that I'm terrified, it's disgusting. I'm like, listen, if I wanted to get pink eye, I would just have my dog lick my fucking eyeball, okay? She looks at me and she says, grow up, bitch. Everybody is getting their ass eaten. (laughs) Including me, is what she says to me, right? But here's the kicker, you guys. That friend was my grandma. Thank you. I've been Johanna Madronda. Anything Give it up else? For Johanna Madronda. Okay. Her grandma sounds like a spicy jalapeno on a stick. <laughs> Which I don't know why I thought that. I, it's like I'm implying Jeff Dunham may be racist. <laughs> I don't know where I got that idea. It could be from the words he says. <laughs> I'm getting a one person applause break or either that someone's making a quick getaway and they're wearing flip flops <laughs> I think we have one or two guests still I thought I saw a ski mask someplace I don't know if we have our hacker friend Radar aka Orlando uh, he's a mysterious uh, he's, he's a mysterious, mysterious. man we I, may don't have... I don't see him I thought I saw him early oh I... Oh, he is... What? You're this not is, wearing the ski mask. This is strange. How are you? How are you? That's what your real voice sounds like? How are you two? Who, How are you two? What is... It's good to see you. It's good to see everyone. How are you? Are you Radar? We've never seen you without a ski mask. I... Hold on one second. <laughs> Looks like you're not as flexible as a person in his 20s should be. <laughs> well, Dickie, I turned 30 recently. Oh! And uh, I kind of dropped my whole angry, scary hacker persona. That's not, I don't, I'm beyond that. Look, I, I was looking for truth out there. And then I took a little thing called LSD. <laughs> and I realized the truth was not out there, but in here. I'm a different man now, Dickie, Thomas. Are you on LSD right now? I don't remember. <laughs> Should we call you Orlando? Orlando's fine. That's my real name, Orlando. I don't have to hide behind a mask anymore. I stepped away from the screen of truth and stepped out into the world of lies. And you taught me to do that. I did? You both did. Oh. And I thank you for that. How do we do that? You brought me on your podcast and you taught me the... The meaning of friendship. Remember when we became friends? We did become friends. Do you remember when we hugged? We did. That was great. It was. Did you feel the energy? I did. Me too. It feels so good to be not angry anymore and just okay with the world. No more truth. It's fine. Truth is relative. No, no, truth is not relative. So it does not bother you. So it does not bother you when someone begins to describe the round earth. (laughs) No, 
<laughs> no, I've no, 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 no. I've left. I've left that in in the in my twenties. I'm thirty now, and so the idea of a blue sphere. Floating. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what people think of the shape of the Earth. Everybody is entitled to their own opinion. Thomas, if Orlando's happy, maybe you shouldn't break him. I'm not breaking. I'm I'm merely asking him He's, simple questions. And that's okay. It's okay to ask questions of your fellow human. Now, what did you want to know about this? Ball Earth? (laughs) When I'm in an airplane high up in the sky over Chicago, why can't I see the skyline? Let's change the subject. What's your favorite Grateful Dead record? (laughs) Mine's Cornell 72. (laughs) I like the song Touch of Grey because I'm a little bit of a poser. (laughs) And that's fine. You know, everyone starts somewhere. You know? Touch of Grey in terms of the Grateful Dead catalog, is kind of like looking at the Earth and being like, hmm, why doesn't it curve when you go into an airplane and look out the window? Why is it just completely flat across? <laughs> we have listeners in Australia, so apparently Australia exists. I have brothers and sisters in Australia. They're nice people. Yes, wow. Australia in the Southern Hemisphere. Had a hemisphere. I don't know what you're talking about. Who gives a shit? Let's just talk about truth and life and friendship. What about the moon landing? You know. Shut that- the fuck up! Shut the fuck up! Shut the fuck up! All right? Okay. Big deal. There's a fucking sky, and there- it doesn't matter. We don't fight. Doesn't just look into it. God. <laughs> you talk about whatever. I'm gonna have a sidebar with Thomas right now, folks. Conspiracy is just tricking yourself into thinking that things are more complicated, okay? You know, what it's really all about... Are you having a sidebar? Oh, yeah, have yeah. Your damn, have your damn sidebar. What's your name, sir? That's awesome. Mm-hmm. What, what, what's your favorite conspiracy? It doesn't matter, right? Chemtrails. Oh, chemtrails, yeah. Oh, chemtrails. Oh, the clouds that go in a line, yes. Oh, don't get my future father-in-law started. You stay out Stepfather. of this! Stepfather. Stepfather, not father-in-law. I'm just trying to distance myself. The point is, what are we doing here? What are we doing at this truth-seeking meeting? You know, we're looking for meaning in our own lives. But that meaning, I learned from Little Dickie Ricketts, comes from the exchange of energy when you embrace a fellow human being. What are we doing looking for truth? What are we doing trying to unwrap the universe? The universe just exists, and we exist within it. It's fine, everybody. How could you believe in the universe if you don't believe the Earth is round? What do you do? I don't... You're really starting to piss me the fuck off, all right? Yeah, all right. You know what? Fine. I'm fucking green. I'm back! I'm back, and I'm here to roast you. I wish your show wasn't a piece of shit. Get well soon. That's for your fucking show. Yes, I'm also a roast comic. <laughs> like Dan Rickles. Like Dan Rickles. A smile on your face. A flower to warm your heart. Some friendly conversation. It is also... Oh, is also... I added in a word there. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. Well, I'm learning to read. <laughs> You're doing very good. Is also an impotent part. Important. Important part. This is the... This is the... Sound, sound it out. Sound it out. Re-made. Oh, mead. They sell mead here at Sellerman's. Re-made. This is the mead you need. Please enjoy the mead here at Sellerman's. 
Thank, hey, this is product placement. Viral marketing. Thank you, Radar. And welcome back. I'm so fucking pissed I'm gonna take you guys down if it's the last thing I do. Forget my face. Ha! Ooh. Ooh. I can't remember what he looked like. Me neither. He disappeared. <laughs> I feel his presence. It's a presence I've not felt since. Hmm. Is it maybe the feeling you felt earlier with uh, 9J? <laughs> We're really gonna have to talk. <laughs> the stool's moving by itself. <laughs> it's as if a spirit has possessed it. Attention, truth show at Sullivan's. You have been hacked. <laughs> Your airwaves have been compromised. It is me, Radar. The Earth is flat, okay? The Earth is fucking flat. Do you understand me? The Earth is flat. Do not listen to what any of these two things. Whatever they say, you have been hacked. Ha ha ha! Ha ha ha! If Radar is hacked into our system, then who was the fella on stage? Hmm. He may have been a hologram. I don't think we're ever gonna know. Oh! Oh, the true zone is here! The yeah. true zone is here! Yeah, Ladies true. and gentlemen, please welcome my favorite DJ of all time, the Truth Hound! You're my brother! I'm his brother! Yes, 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 I'm aware. Oh, God, I'm so glad I got out here tonight. I'm so nervous. Oh, I got off my yacht, the big pussy, just to be out here with you guys to tell you the truth. I am so sad. I am shocked to the rivets in my guts that this is it. This is it. This is former right-wing FM syndicated DJ, truth teller, Andy Bones, a.k.a. the truth hound. Does anyone in the room have a Sharpie? I really want to get my titty signed by the truth hound. Everyone knows that I got kicked off a terrestrial radio for an incident at Fuddruckers that because of a restraining order I cannot talk about, but needless to say, I was very high at the time. Important fact about me before we continue. Sorry, I'm surprised I caught a pen. <laughs> Congratulations, he's a man! Even if I had prescription glasses, I don't think I could have done that. So what you need to know before I sign this man's titties is that I was, in fact, kidnapped by the U.S. government. Andy Bones. There you go. Woof, woof, woof. Everyone, give it up, Barks! He's a great man, Thomas. I was kidnapped by the U.S. government and implanted with neural net technologies. So at any point, if I do start laughing while I am talking to you, that means that I am telling you the most truth that's possible. What happens is that it releases a gas that makes me chuckle every single... I gotta slow down. Would you sign my butt when you slow down? Yeah, I gotta just, uh... I gotta just, uh... Here we go. Let me just uncork this. If you, uh... Oh, I need to tell you right now that you need some tactical wipes. <laughs> some, I'm taking a look. I'm taking a look, and that bottom is saying, no, sir. <laughs> and let me just tell you, out there by my car after the show, I will be selling a tactical wipe that will clean you from the 
Ruder to the tutor. You will never feel better in your whole life until you get a truth hound tactical wipe up in your business. I love it. You love it. Everybody knows it. I'm so sad that the Anunnaki got here with the Illuminati shutting it down, keeping on points. The Dewey Decimal System's the only true thing about America. Let's do this. I, I feel like I have some truth brothers and sisters in the crowd right now. I love them. You guys, my favorite. <laughs> right now, you can tell. I'm telling the truth. You must be. You're laughing. <laughs> God damn you, nano machines. Now, Mr. Bones, you say that you were. Uh, Kicked off of, off of terrestrial radio yep. uh, because you were telling the truth. I did a little bit of my own research, and it seems that you were maybe kicked off terrestrial radio for selling your protein powder that was laced with fentanyl. <laughs> Gotta slow it down here. If you're looking for a protein powder that says, I'll take a nap, I'm gonna be right outside by my car. After this show, I'm gonna be selling them. We have a subscription model. You're gonna love it. Just give me your credit card and forget about it. And then every once in a while, at your door, you're gonna get a cavalcade of things made somewhere that are by people we trust. Science, Joe Rogan, we did it. All right. I do have a credit card. It says Dr. Terry O'Reilly on it. I don't know if you'll take that. We'll take anything as long as it cashes. We do not care. Just like America's soul is at war. I'm a man. You're a man. Everybody. There it is. There it is. There's some truth hounds out here tonight. I'm proud of you. Doubt everything. Doubt me. But when you doubt me, you know that the snake that ate its tail died in a fire. All right. I got to slow it down. If you're looking for a multivitamin that'll make you throw more ropes than the USS Constitution, then again, you need to meet me outside by my car after the show. We're going to make it happen for you. Boys, I couldn't be happier for you or sadder for you at the same time. Truth Hound loves you. You are welcome. You are patriots of this goddamn great country. I love you, Truth Hound. I love you, too. You're my hero. I'm going to go back on my boat, do some cocaine off a hooker. See you guys later. Give it up for the Truth Hound and a fucking bones. That's a great man, Thomas. That's he's, a great man. He's, he's okay. the original truth teller. He's okay. <laughs> I was following him long before I met you. Yes, I, I know that, Dickie. I have a bumper sticker. I don't have a car, but I do have a suitcase. And I have a Truth Hound bumper sticker on it. I believe Mr. C. Ira Abernathy may be in the room. Hey, yes. Here he comes. This is an interesting fella. Do not be alarmed by the fact that his initials are CIA. <laughs> Mr. I, I said, do not be alarmed, Mr. Abernathy. This is a safe place. Give it up for C. Ira Abernathy. 
expert on the Zodiac Killer, who may be in this room tonight. Or not. Or not. Or both. We should call someone up on stage and find out. Thomas, see if you can figure out who might be the Zodiac Killer hmm. while Mr. Abernathy's... Thomas, if, if possible, perhaps this one final night in this location or not, we could engage in remote viewing to pick someone to come up on stage. Let's go, Mr. Uh, Ira Abernathy. All right. Dickie, your forehead is bleeding. Your forehead is bleeding. That happens. All right. Mm. I'm 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 coming. Is there? You're coming. It happens when I find a target. Uh, Yeah. I, I think I, I have him. Well. I think I have. Is there a Mr. Bart Angus B- B- Bangus B- Angus in the audience? In the audience. Bart Angus Dangus is here? I'm sensing his presence. No. He's my best there, friend. There he is. Bart Angus Dangus. He's my best friend. He's there the only he comedian is. I've befriended. Bart Angus Dangus, come up on stage. Yeah, I. Uh, yes, I'm getting it. He's. I'll even give you my microphone, bestie. I'm not sure, but I think he is on stage. Oh, thank you. I'm you can have my seat. Oh, fantastic. I, Thomas, I'm not sure, but I think he's sitting next to you. <laughs> I believe you are right, mister. What's up, Abernathy? Hey, you're pretty cool. Mr. Dangus, were you sitting with your wife? Uh, spiritually, but physically, no. Who were you sitting with over there? <laughs> the Zodiac? <laughs> Wait, Matt, Matt Richards was over there. I, I haven't seen him, though. Uh, we, we're looking for the Zodiac, not Charles Manson. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, um, uh, if possible... Yes, sir. We need to uh, eliminate all possible suspects of uh, who may or may not be the Zodiac Killer, or both. Uh, uh, or neither. Thank you, Dickie. Thank you. Do you need me to stop using my brain right now so you can remote view me? Oh, no. you. It, your brain is fine. We can cut through anything going through your brain. That's what I was going to say. I'll, I'll demonstrate that right now. I... I'll, I'll demonstrate that using Dickie, if I might. Dickie, could you please think of a number? 69. <laughs> See? It's that simple. Um, <laughs> now, for the process of, of determining whether you are or are not the Zodiac, or both, or neither, uh, we have a little procedure we've done in the past that's been very successful. and we Okay, so should I get ready for this? Uh, that's I. It, oh, that's uh, not, I'm uh, not a religious not man. I don't know what to tell you. Please, please, Miss, please, Mister Dangus, leave this to us. We are the professionals. No. I'm just okay. So what we're going to do is we're going to take a moment and uh, close our eyes and ask the person who is the zodiac to raise their hand. Dear Jesus. Now, for full accountability, though... Uh, I should probably sit this out on account of the fact I've already done this. But you, you might have become the Zodiac. Yes. Yes, yeah. Dickie. Or not. Or both. Or both. Yes. So, but Dickie, I'm going to need you to keep your eyes open uh, to keep your eyes on... And I'm sorry, what's your name again? Bart. What was it? Bart. 
He passed the first test. He didn't say the Zodiac, so. <laughs> it could be a ruse, though. Stage two. So, uh, uh, you'll keep an eye on Bart. And, and Thomas, I'll need you to keep an eye on Dickie. Mm-hmm. I will, of course, keep an eye on you. Mm-hmm. Bart, I need you to keep your eyes open on me for accountability. So, we're all going to close our eyes unless we are one of the individuals who is keeping an eye on an individual and see if any of us raise our hand when the question is, are you the Zodiac? Okay. Are you the Zodiac? I think that settles it. None of, none of us are the no Zodiac. One none of us no are one raised their hands. Oh. Should we run one more test? Absolutely. Zodiac says what? <laughs> He's not the Zodiac. He's not the Zodiac. <laughs> He's not the Zodiac. I'm afraid, uh, uh, Dickie and Thomas, the manhunt will continue into the night. It's been a pleasure serving with you in this journey. You have never answered this question when I pointed out that C. Ira Abernathy, uh, CIA, if you change the order, it is the last half of Zodiac. <laughs> C. Ira Abernathy. Hey, Bart, how's it going, bestie? Oh, fantastic, dude. I missed you, pal. We don't talk on the Facebook anymore. (laughs) Bart is a very funny stand-up comedian. Bart, will you please tell them the joke about how jazz is so mellow because it's the past tense of jizz? Yeah. (laughs) See, this this is what's wrong with fucking comedy. This is what is wrong with comedy. Dude, sit down. Sit down. I need a drink. <laughs> he doesn't look amused, Dickie. Please tell the joke about how jazz is so mellow. Okay, because no, it's no, jizz. no, I will not. This, this is what's wrong with comedy. It's my favorite joke of yours. This, this is what's wrong with comedy. You think you can come into any old nice establishment and put on a comedy show? Comedy is the lowest form of art, if you can even call it that. I'm saying you... <laughs> It's funny because it's wordplay, because jazz and jizz sound a lot alike, only they have different... See? Tell the joke about how jazz is so mellow. See? No. No, I will not. I will not. Okay, no. Let me explain comedy to you. You go up once every now and then at the only comedy club, Mark Roglo's (laughs) Comedy Tower. If you promote any show that is not at Marf Roglink and you make a goddamn wet nickel, we are ruining comedy here. Listen. We are ruining comedy. That place is legit because Corey Hall does comedy there. See, Corey Hall, legit comedian. Well, number, he went, Detroit number one. He once did a roast where he showed everyone his W4. <laughs> So that makes him legit. Because he made $300 for hosting. He really did that? Yeah, he really did that. Hell yeah, dude. (laughs) That is what I'm saying. Comedy. Okay, I made you happy, so tell the joke now, please. Y'all ever wonder why jazz is so mellow? Because it's a past tense of jizz. (laughs) Man, I'm tired. Oh, it gets me every time. <laughs> Thank you, Bart Dangus. Thank you. 
I believe that was it. Yes, that was our last hero. I do want to uh, not break kayfabe, but I do want to kind of speak from the heart for a moment, if we can, before we leave, and leave on kind of a high emotional note, Thomas. Of course, Dickie. So Thomas and I decided near the end of last year that we wanted to do something cool. And the folks here at Sellermans, like we literally just came up with the idea here in Sellermans. And we went to the bar and we said, hey, we want to do this crazy thing. And without even asking further questions, the guys here at Sellermans were like, fuck yeah, whatever you guys want to do. The people behind Sellermans are phenomenal. They promote the best music. They've been running phenomenal comedy shows here since they've opened. They've just been gracious. I'm going to speak for Mike Bobbitt for a second. Uh, He moved back from California and was feeling very weird about wanting to continue comedy. But as soon as he stepped foot into Sellermans, he felt like he was home. And uh, it's because this place is so fucking amazing. And I think we proved that it's not because of the landlord it's because of the people who run this place this is a handcrafted place these guys are artists that make the drinks here these guys support art whether it be the visual art that hangs the walls back there or the performance art that happens on the stage they built the stage for this place the guys in Sellermans have helped make the comedy scene in Michigan great and I could not be more thankful to them Uh, thank you all of you guys you are phenomenal and I'm gonna miss you guys tremendously there would be no truth show if there weren't Sellermans Uh, top that Thomas I would speak for Alex Bozanovic but he has one more show here next week on July 25th that that you should all come to and see what he says Wherever these guys end up, please keep supporting them because they are artists and they support other artists. And I think we can all see right now in the country that there are a lot of shitty people, but the people who run Sellermans and the people who come to Sellermans are good people with good hearts. We need more of us in the world. So thank you, everyone, for coming. And thank you for giving us a home. This has been The Truth Show.